Hello and welcome to Guard Black Games. Tonight we have the first episode of our new Pathfinder series, Roads and Ruins. I'm Pete, the Game Master, and in a moment we're going to go around and everyone's going to tell you who they are and potentially who they might be playing because tonight's episode is character creation. We are going to have our session zero where I will talk a little bit about the setting and what we're going to be doing with these adventures. And we'll, as we go, build the characters and talk about them and how they work together and how they're in this situation. Okay, cool. So what we'll do is we shall go around and if you can say who you are and if you've had any thoughts about what kind of character you wanted to play, then let the audience know. We'll start with Aldoon. Oh, good evening and welcome to Garblag and the joys of Pathfinder and Pete's wonderful world mountain. Yeah. Um, yes, um, you know who I am. I will possibly <laughs> be playing an elf with the pointy ears cunningly hidden by the headphones, uh, possibly with some sort of ranged weapon because I like to break with tradition. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. Great. Um, over to Roger. How are you doing, Roger? I'm very good. Thanks, Pete. Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Roger, and I'm thinking of playing a Jotun Jotun uh -huh. uh, champion. That's why he's sitting closer he to the camera probably... than everyone else, so it makes him look like he's bigger. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'm sure Pete can fill you in a bit more about They're half giants. About... <laughs> but oh. well, yeah, they are. They are half giants created uh, as the second race, and they are about seven to eight feet tall, very tough, very hearty, very up for battle, song, and laughter. Um, and they live atop the world mountain. That's where they come from, the peak. Uh, uh, Jondengrid is their city, uh, but some of them now have come down to different layers of the world mountain. And we'll talk a bit more about that later. Um, I'm gonna leave Millie till last because we've got some interesting things going on with Millie's character. Um, and we're going to go to Dan next. Dan, how you doing? Oh, that caught me unaware. I thought you were thinking <laughs> just full of the path round. I know, I know. <laughs> Glad to not be last, though. <laughs> so, I, hi, everyone. I'm Dan, uh, and I will be playing a fox lady, a uh, kitsune, and I will likely be using some divining abilities. Ooh. Ooh. Some sort of maybe occult spellcaster or something. Who knows? We'll see. Interesting. Okay. Uh, ben, how are you doing? Good. Uh, not a clue what I'm playing. Hello, I'm Ben. You <laughs> might have seen me previously on such other things as other bits of Garblade games. Uh, but yeah, I've not got a clue what I'm playing. I have come up with somewhere in the region of half a dozen characters since we first started talking about this. Oh, 50% of those with... were first edition characters, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. There were a few first edition <laughs> characters in the mix there. I was not the only one who made that mistake. That is true. That is true. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I don't know what I'm playing. It kind of depends on what the group needs to bulk it out, really. Okay. Okay, cool. And last but very much not least, our producer, the creator of all wonderful intros and damn fine GM herself, <laughs> Millie. Hey, how's it going? Um, uh, yeah, I, I've almost finished the other other screen that we we're going to look at in a minute because <laughs> I'm not producing on the fly, honest. Um, so, so yeah, my name is Millie. I do stuff, um, and I kind of know what class I want to play, but 
Um, as I am a agent of chaos, um, I thought I would also collaborate with um, Chat to to make some oh picks for my character, which means I could end up with Elfie McElf face. <laughs> um, but that is just something I'm willing to roll with. So final name decision. You can maybe we can influence it a little All bit. Right. But yeah, yeah, that's cool. But, that's but cool. yeah, no, we'll make some choices. <clears throat> we'll use the the poll feature and stuff and. Um, cool. make some picks for like race or ancestry, mm -hmm. you know, that kind of stuff. Um, and, and see what we get, see what we get. Okay. Uh, Jim is in chat saying yes to Elfie McElface. So we're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. I've just realized. And now I've gone through like, you know, that thing where you can look who's in chat. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh okay. yep, you're doomed. I'm doomed. You're basically doomed. Doomed. Okay. So what are we doing? We are playing Pathfinder second edition. Uh, which is a very cool uh, system that I've been wanting to get into for a while now. Got all the books uh, going on. Yep, get all the books out. That's uh, all good stuff. We're using Foundry as our VTT of choice. And as mentioned earlier on, what I've been interested in doing is doing a hex crawl uh, adventure where <clears throat> we create a, a wilderness area which has an ancient civilization beneath the wild that has reclaimed it and you are in an outpost heading out into that wilderness now in the game mastery guide which i think is a very funky uh, book for um pathfinder 2 it's not a book that's sort of 100 pages of how to be your games master it's specific games master tools for pathfinder which add some additional rules, some, some different takes on things, how to adjust your, your game to your table the way you might want to. And in here, there's four pages of hex crawl rules, which we'll, we'll, we'll sort of use, because what I want to do is I want to expand on hex crawling. And um, on our Discord, which if someone could drop the link in the chat, that would be really handy. And if you're watching this back on YouTube, there's a link in the video description below. On our Discord, uh, we've got a dev channel where I am working on um, expanding terrain to have stat blocks and looking into specific sites. And this will all become a bit more um, relevant from next week onwards. Uh, so I've got a little bit of time to polish some of it off. Um, <laughs> but... Um, what we're going to do is we're going to start making characters and then in between I'll talk about the initial setup of where we are and what we're doing. Uh, but you will all be beginning from a location called, let me get the, now this is one of the things I really like about Foundry is the journal entries. And I'll open this up to you once you, once you see the hex crawl map. Um, <clears throat> uh, you will all be starting from Ember Watch Tower. Um, which is at the end of the old road, which leads out from the city of Pargranin. Now, there's been uh, a, a bitter war going on between the nations of Nolos and Erelos. It used to be one nation of Nolos, but the city-states of Erelos broke away and now have their freedom. And a peace has finally been called. And all the bigwigs and all the important people are going to a city far away called Morastabar, which is a big trade city. Uh, to write the piece, everyone to sign it, all that good stuff going on. Pargranin is the furthest city away from 
the war from the peace signing and all those things but is the nearest one to this wilderness and uh there is a a, a vast wilderness area that used to be a huge dwarven megalopolis spreading across the country for hundreds of miles and this is now all being grown over eroded away and this is the kind of area that we're going to start um exploring out into <clears throat> um i don't know if we can get can you guys see the hex crawl map on loading yeah. hang on a second now before you go there i've put a token on the page for you do not move your token your token is there so you have some vision yeah so you should be able to see a little circular area of a map yeah don't nods some nods yeah, from players yeah, don't worry good. twitch we'll get there in a minute just <clears throat> give me a second <laughs> don't worry um, twitch oh well, i see what the problem was i was miles away yeah that's the familiar problem of so, so lost don't in the darkness don't move your token if you zoom all the way out you'll see it and then zoom all the way in you'll be all right um and millie's gonna pop that up uh on the screen in a minute <clears throat> um where are we here we go let me read out the the rest of the blurb Oh, we've lost Ben already. <laughs> Sorry, I was running around the tower. Yeah, that's a different character. Out of your park, all nonsense. Here we here. go. Here we go. Ah, there we go. Excellent. Da, 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 da. So there is our little area, and what I'm trying to do is get to the. And there's Ben. Here we go. So recently the war ended. The nation of Nolos withdrew forces from the field and sent envoys to meet with the Aerolosian leaders. This far from the front line, it's hard to know the truth of the rumors filtering across hundreds of miles. You are all in the employ of the Countess of Pargranin. Um, and her name is... Excuse me while I get my notes out. Countess Dotrell Emberblade. She is a dwarf. Uh, the furthest city-state of Erelos from the front line. She is keen to take advantage of this new peace. Although they are the furthest from the war, they are the closest to the Rimwood Wilds, an ancient region of dwarven urbanization now swallowed by vast forests and swamps. She is aware that somewhere beyond these wilds lie the great dwarf undercity of Draldumir and the newly settled orcish city of Erebag. Yet there are hundreds of miles of unclaimed land between here and there. Now with the war finished, it is their chance to finally focus their forces on this untamed wilderness. Yet it will take time for their full forces to return from the talks at Marastabar. So in order to get a head start, a small outpost has been set up, as you can see in the wilds, just beyond the end of the ruined old road. You have been sent there as an expeditionary force to bolster the outpost and explore the wilds with the aim of bringing great bounty and ancient dwarven knowledge back for Pargranin. Now, one thing I should point out is that the world was built by dwarves. The world is a giant world mountain. It's a huge mountain floating through the ether, through space. And coming off of the mountain are the different layers of reality. And you live on the middle layer, the big layer, which is kind of like the prime material plane in normal Dungeons and & Dragons. And that is called Arlon or the realm, as people 
refer to it. Uh, and above you is the realm of Glorim, which is the Fae Dusk and Fae Dawn and a, a kind of elven, fairy, undead spiders kind of realm above. Uh, so you can see, literally see this disc world above you and all the worlds are big discs. Um, and, uh, oh, and the rain is actually bits of the sea falling. And the rain that comes from the overhang of Glorim is water dripping down from that world. So where you get lots of it from the elemental ocean or other areas, you get the magic of that other realm coming down. So that's why you get this kind of um, verdant growth suddenly all the time because the, 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 the rain coming down is very rich, full of primal magic if we start talking Pathfinder terms. <clears throat> cool. Okay, so what we can see is we've got the, the tower in the middle. Uh, and what I'm going to do is... Uh, I'm sorry, because I've, I've got it on a half screen. Emberwatch tower. We're going to whack that in the middle there. Can you see that? And can you see... Can you guys see the symbol? Nope. Here we go. Permissions. All players, observers. Can you see that in the journal? Journal tab. Emberwatch Tower sits atop a large hill at the end of the old road. The mound is surrounded by a trench, and a palisade sits within the surrounding, within surrounding the structures. A barracks, forge, and stable sit within low buildings of stone and wood. Central tower is more remarkable, made of a reddish metal in a subtle conical shape. It is topped by a dome, which has a slot built into the duskward side, which looks out into the, uh, the rumored wilds, uh, as if facing out across the wilderness beyond. The inner buildings are still being repaired. A fourth sits as a burnt shell. Central tower has three floors and serves as a base of operations that look out for the site. The watch is led by the Honorable Doric Emberblade, third son of the Countess Dotrell Emberblade, leader of Pugranon. He is a dwarf captain of the Guard Six, which is an NPC uh, class from the uh, NPC character from the Game Mastery Guide. The site has a garrison of two teams of dockhands, two teams of torchbearers, and two teams of guards. Now, teams are going to be important in my hex crawl uh, rules, and I'll we'll come on to that uh, later. But they can do what's called work. And this is a new victory point system I'll be creating that allows you to find ruined sites and then rebuild them using work over time. And it opens up new features and abilities. Um, but the important bit, Doric's Exploration Council are Krilge, a chronicler, Sir Althus Credwin, the watch officer, Tereth of the Lucid Eye, who's a prophet of the Dreamer, who is a, the, uh, a Leviathan god, who lives in the uh, elemental ocean above. Yep, giant leviathan god. Yep, like a literal sea serpent type thing. And Isn't then he drops tentacles full of undead Sahuagin. Once in a while. Uh, and then Hjalar, uh, earthbound, that's their honorific. Uh, cleric of Ondrum, a Jotun uh, lady. Um, uh, Ondrum is the world mountain and the, and the chief power. Um, all, all in one. So the big god and the big mountain. Um, there, and Ondrum created the dwarves first, who built all the layers, and then the dwarves fashioned all the other races, or from the nature of those layers, the other races were born. 
Um, so the main goals, Dotrip's main goals are maintain the security of Mbotch Tower and its garrison, provide support to the party's exploration activities, and where possible, increase the reach and resources of Park Granin. So that is Emberwatch Tower. That's the, the main site there in the middle. And we've got a little blue hexagon, which you all should actually be able to move. And that represents the party. Now, don't move it outside of the circle yet. I saw you all move your point <laughs> That was amazing. I love that about this, that you can Do see not everyone else the big is moving. Red button. That's fantastic. Zoom right um, into the middle. Yeah. And where, when we move, we will move that hexagon. And it has vision. So as you move out of the, and the reason I say is because there's a fog of war, uh, a, a fog of exploration, I say, not fog of war. It's not, it's not a war game. Uh, but as you move out, it'll uncover the, the, the hexagons, um, but you'll only need to be able to see what's going on in the ones that are within vision. Okay. But here you can see we've got, um, well, we've got forests, we've got plains, which are the yellowy, the, see where the old road is? They're, they're plains, tiles. You've got um, forest, you've got hills, you've got lake, and you've got Ooh. ruins. Now, there are actually a few visible things. So I'm going to give you a little bit of a lay of the land, and then we'll make the characters. And you've got a bit of information to help you figure out what you might want to do. Um, so bear with me one second. Hey, I um, have a question. Oh, yeah, go for it. Fire what, away. What, what are the spoopy looking trees? It's just to make them look slightly different. Okay. You know, occasionally there's a dead tree there. I've instead. been playing a lot of Valheim, <clears throat> and that okay. kind means of something. tree means something. Okay. So no. I just wanted to check. No. Yeah, I don't trust him. However, there are three current concerns for the the uh, Ember Ember Watch Tower, and that is the near. There's a nearby ruined village, um, immediately dawnward. There is uh, a lake, which you are uh, underneath the elemental ocean above in Glorim here. And any large body of water is likely to have a concentration of primal energy from Glorim. And um, investigating that would be of uh, worth and of note for um, the, the, the head of the, the watch. And uh, you're also aware that there is a ruin um, a few days duskward from the tower that um, they've kind of seen, you know, can see out there. There's something over there. There's a break in the trees. There's some little structures. We're not sure what it is. So that would be quite uh, useful to go and have a look at as well. So those are the going concerns. I'll just switch those off for now just because it looks cool on the, on the screen. Um, and you can see those tiles anyway. But I thought what we do now, I've given you guys a bit of information now, hopefully not too much of an info dump straight away, and uh, give you guys a bit of context for what you may want to then play. Or you can see now we're in a forested area, for example. This is a temperate zone. Um, at, up to the, what you would call north, but it's duskward. Um, is the mountains way beyond. And up in those mountains, there is a dwarven uh, fortress underground city called Droldumir. And off to the east, which is actually onward, um, there is a, an orcish 
city called Erebag, Goblinoid City. They've recently escaped persecution and tyranny and have settled on the coast somewhere. Traders have come around to Pargranin and they've said, oh, yeah, we've settled on the coast, you know, three weeks up the coast. But no one's exactly sure. No one's traveled the road or found a road there yet. So there are two kind of longer term goals. But this is the immediate area that you can see. Anyway, I'm going to stop talking for a bit. Maybe. <laughs> and we're going to have a look at characters. So let us begin. So da, 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 character creation process in Pathfinder is a multi-step process, but it's fairly clearly laid out. So step one is to create a concept to have in your mind what you want to what you want to do. And hopefully this has given you a little bit of information. I've shared with you guys the pantheons as well, just in case there's anything you wanted to to think of from there. <clears throat> this has got all of the you'll see in the foundry. It's got all the world mountain characters in there. So. Uh, uh, right. And then the next step is to start building your ability scores. Um, all of your ability scores start at 10. And these are the typical strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. So everyone starts with 10 in all of those. And we're going to go through and you're going to pick an ancestry, a background, and a class. Um, and, and these will give you what are called boosts. Now, a boost is a plus two to an ability. So if you've got a bo your first boost, will take you up to a 12. Uh, you may also get a floor, and that is a minus two. So you then you reduce it down by two. Okay. So first off, we select an ancestry. So Aldun, what remind everyone what ancestry you were going to go for? Oh, I was thinking elf. Elf. Okay. Cool. That's in the core book. That's easy for me to find. <clears throat> I thought I'd go traditional on this one. So here we go. You are an elf. That means you get six hit points. Whoa. Yay. Yeah. For reference, humans die. get eight, I think, and dwarves get 10. Jotuns so get 12. Die. I'm going to die. Six hit points. Uh, you're medium sized. And is anyone else going to be an elf before we do this? I don't know. I've got about 30 or seconds. Millie, do you want to, to set up out. your. Uh, oh, you set the pole up, have you? It's going. I don't know what I'm on yet. Ooh, ooh, do I get oh, do oh. oh. Can I vote? <laughs> uh, I'm voting. Do I get to vote? Apparently, I'm going to be a dwarf. It looks like you're going to be a dwarf. That's cool. Um, is it no other? No one else is going to be off. Okay, so your speed is thirty feet. It's actually pretty quick. Everyone else, I think, will be probably about twenty-five or I'm twenty. A fleet-footed elf. You are. Sorry. And you get a boost to dexterity, intelligence, and then you get a free one. You have a flaw in constitution, oh, so that goes boo. down by two. Now, you could use your free boost to put your constitution back, back up, up to 12, yeah. 10, or you could go for something else. Dex. Okay, dex. Um, can oh, you dex. use it? Free ability boost and decide if you're taking any voluntary flaws. Yeah, it doesn't say you can't put it in one you've already got. <clears throat> This Dex and Int is my ancestry boost, isn't it? 
Yes. Yep. Okay. And a free one. Yep. Oh, cool. Cool. Okay. Uh, Roger, you're going to play uh, a Jotun, aren't you? I am. Now, this is a, a, I can't select. <laughs> you can't select. So um, pick. I can't even put it in there. Because we're no. making it up. Uh, we're making it up. So pick Orc from the pick Orc from the list for now. That'll do. But you get a boost to um, oh, strength man. and charisma. It's... Oh, there we go. It's in. You got it. So strength. Put your strength up by two. Yeah. Your charisma up by two. You'll get a flaw in wisdom because they're a bit brash and uh, not in a, in, a, in a bad way, in a good way. They're kind of creating, mm -hmm. you know, bold. Uh, and then you get a free boost. So you could put your wisdom back up if you wanted to. I mean, I'm not sure what I need as a champion. I have no idea. I think about a paladin and you won't be far off. It's a uh, paladin, but you're not yes. as bound by alignment. You could be a chaotic paladin and be called a liberator. Well, we forgot to lawful say. good yeah. is paladins uh, yeah. i like um, that you're assuming i know what paladins need strength charisma strength and charisma strength okay. and charisma maybe yeah. wisdom maybe a bit yeah wisdom for spell casting later well, constitution is a fallback for being tasty then. hey you're getting a little raid there you get oh hello hello folks welcome we're making hey. some characters triffy bernal thank you for joining us um so i forgot to say aldoon hello we need to do you have to pick a heritage for your elf as well right i don't know if you can see those in the in the in the i say no no okay well i'll tell you what i'll read some off for you then Ooh, <laughs> excuse me let me just uh cough for a moment Okay, so you could be an Arctic elf, which would come from the realm of Laedraia, which is the nearby, well, nearby on the on the planetary scale, um, uh, icy mountains. Um, you would gather cold resistance. Right. You could be a cavern elf. You're born underground, and you gain dark vision. Oh, no, I have low light vision. Uh, I always get those two confused. Yes. Yeah, you start with uh, low light vision. You can see in dim light as though it were bright light. Um, and they're not the same as infravision and ultravision, which were both cooler. Yeah. yeah. What um, else you, got? you could be a seer elf, where you can cast the detect magic cantrip as an arcane innate spell at will. Ooh, kind of uh, in addition, you get a bonus to identify magic and decipher writing. Mm. You could be a whisper elf. Um, uh, your ears Get are finely tuned. Chocolate, <laughs> uh, chocolate. You can use a seek action to sense undetected creatures in a 60-foot cone instead of a 30-foot cone. And you get a bonus to locate undetected creatures you could hear within 30 feet. Hmm. A woodland elf when climbing trees and other foliage. You move at half your speed on a success and at full speed on a critical success. <clears throat> One second. Uh, and you can always take cover when you are within forest terrain. Oh. Interesting. We are in a foresty area. 
Then in the uh, advanced players guide, I'll rather fit with my sniper build. Um, that that is true. That is true. Um, in the advanced... So just the whisper one, no. Uh, Sniping that... at things you can hear in the forest. Yeah, hey, I don't want to be that close. Um, I'm going to send the... Rog in to flush them out, and then I'll shoot them. Oh, no, there's are a couple of others, but they're the Good Lost work. Omen ones. <clears throat> so which one of those would you like to... Uh, I'd like Woodland for 10, please, Bob. Okay, so you're a Woodland Elf. Um, <laughs> so that is cool. Excellent. So we have a Woodland Elf in the wood area, and you get to pick a fur, a an ancestry feat. Uh, I'm going to let you have a look at those. Yes, I will. On your own, those. and we'll come back round once everyone's got their first steps done, and we'll, we'll say what ancestry feats we've got. So we're going to go to Roger. Roger, you get twelve hit points. Uh, your speed is is thirty. Uh, you have strength and charisma boosts and a free boost. Your ability floor is uh, wisdom. Your languages are common and giant. Uh, I can't alter my speed. We'll we'll sort that out later. That's fine. Okay, and where do I put hit points? Am I being fine? I can't see them. Points in what, sorry? Ah, current. No, max hit point. I also can't alter my hit points. Hmm. Oh, because of the drag and drop nature and it being a not draggy droppy one. Um, ah, yeah. Okay, that's fine. I will add in Jotun then. Uh, uh, before next time, uh, and we'll 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 finish that bit off. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure how much I'll be able to do on my. You character. can adjust your you can adjust your stats. You can adjust your stats. Yeah, I've done the stat it. bit from cool. okay, being a that's Jotun, fine. But... That's cool. We'll sort out your your ancestry feat next before next time. Uh, so we'll focus on the champion stuff for you, <clears throat> Dan. That's me, Dan. You're going for a Kitsune. 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 And just, uh, Roger, you can do your HP. If you know where you drop, drag and drop Orc into um, Ancestry, if you go in the little edit box, inside you can edit your hit points and speed and that in there. Where's the edit box? So you know next to where it says Orc, and then at the oh, end there's a, little, little square. there's a little square with it. You go inside there. there, you can change all your bits and pieces in there, and when you press enter, oh, it automatically okay. updates it on your, on your character sheet. Mm. Last chance to vote now on Millie's Dwarf Ancestry. Do 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 do. Boo boo. <laughs> so I've I've made it difficult, haven't I, by picking something that's a bit more uncommon. Uh, and is in in I I don't have it in one of my books. <laughs> ah, as luck would have it, I um, have archives of um, Nethys open. Yeah. So ancestries, and you want kids or nay? Kitsune. Yeah, I just got that up here. Is again. my size medium, Pete, or is it large? For... You're medium still. Medium, cool. Uh, just trying to find the heritage bits. Right, so you have eight hit points. Yep. As a Kitsune. You're medium. Your speed is 25. Yep. Your ability boosts charisma and a and free, free one. Yep. But you don't have a flaw. Good so you don't, get a, you don't get a third boost. Yeah. Your language is common uh, with additional ones based on your intelligence. You get low light vision, and you get the change shape ability. Correct. You have to choose whether you change shape into a fox or into a human. Ah, so are you a fox that turns into a human or a human that turns no, into a no, fox? No, no, you're a, 
fox-headed humanoid that turns into a human, uh, or you're a fox-headed humanoid that turns into a fox, fox. and you keep the tail Ooh. as well in okay. any form except human. So you can become like a full tails. human or a full fox. Yes. One or the I'll, other. I will definitely be becoming a full fox. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. I like it. Wow, wow. There we go. Now, your ancestors will have come from Glorim, from the realm above. Um, so you'll be quite recently removed from that realm. So you you're, will have known stories of, the, of that area as well. Uh, cool. Okay. So it sounds like there isn't a heritage. There's a choice uh, to be made there. So that's yep. cool. Right. Ben. Yeah, I don't know. Betty Millie, she's she's got her sorted. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Chat. Of... I, I kind of need to know what what character classes people are going to be before I can pick my ancestry. Ooh. Well, I I'm a a dwarf, a rock dwarf. A rock dwarf. Yeah. That's cool. What, that's what we've picked. Okay. A rock dwarf. <clears throat> so rock dwarfs you get a plus two circumstance bonus to your fortitude or reflex save against attempts to shove or trip you when you're in contact with the group when you plant your feet ah. <clears throat> cool not sure how, so how useful that's going to be now. for um a swashbuckler but <laughs> we're going to roll with it <laughs> okay so dwarf swashbuckler yeah <clears throat> i like it the only so, thing i've picked big sword though yeah Anything I've picked. At all. Um, but if you could tell me like the um sure. the, the ability scores. Yeah. It... So you get ten hit points. Okay. Uh your boosts are constitution, wisdom, and a free one, and your flaw is charisma. So constitution would become twelve. <clears throat> twelve. Uh wisdom Wisdom would... twelve. Twelve. Um... Charisma eight. Oh. Mm. And then a free one all right, to I'm boost. Put anywhere. it in decks. <clears throat> There we go. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. All right. Right. You good? We're going to go back to Ben then. Yeah. Mm. Do I want to go fight your magic, Heath? That's the big well, consideration. We're going to have a champion, a, cler a cleric or, a, or an oracle, I'm not sure, a swashbuckler, a... Got a lot fighty, basically. Yeah, but you can never have too much fighty, can well, you? Go fighty or then. too much spellcaster. We've got possibly Healy. Possibly. Um, probably not. Yeah, Dan, are you going to be our healer? I don't think he is. Not if he's going Oracle. I you mean, could be I... a Healy Oracle. And, and uh, Only if you go life, though. I guess I could yeah. go life rather than ancestor. I haven't even have looked at that. I haven't looked that you? far into it yet. It's <laughs> going step at a time. Yeah. Like I've, I asked. I've, I'm pretty Vegas. sure I'm going to be an oracle of some kind. If that helps in any way, Ben, make your decision. Oh. <laughs> ah. go, left, go left field and become a druid. Yeah. I, I did look at druid originally, oh, but no, nah, not really. <laughs> what about which? <laughs> well, my choice is at the minute there's sorcerer. Um, Summoner so or Barbarian. Summoner covers barbarian. both vices, right? Because you can summon something to do fighty and you can be magical at the same time. It's true. That is true. 
And you get I a know pet. both. And, and you, get, you a get a cool pet. Are you saying you want me to be a summoner? No. Uh, how do you do? How do you do a poll, Millie? Give me we, a poll. We were going to do a poll. <laughs> Pick a summoner or sorcerer. Summoner, sorcerer, barbarian. Can you do three things on a poll? Yeah, you can. you can do up to five. Wow. Well, oh, um, wow. Then... Hello, it's better than Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> um, summoner, barbarian, or what? Sorcerer. Sorcerer. Saucy uh, row. I'm surprised we don't have a ranger, I have to say. We nearly had a ranger and then I thought we nearly, oh, we nearly had a ranger. An elf with guns. With guns. Heresy. Riding hmm. on my moose with my long flowing hair and go, Do you feel lucky, punk? <laughs> Do you? That's sort of like like elves on moose. That's good. Like that. Pretty miscreant. Didst thou count the number of shots fired? Okay. <laughs> oh, here we go. Pick Ben's class. Ben, you just couldn't let Millie get away with all of the, all of oh, the. Oh, I'm just uh, massively indecisive. I'm That's so used I'll to being think. a forever GM and being able to have like eighteen characters lined up. That's true. But it doesn't matter. Yeah. I have run out of spoons, miscreant. <laughs> oh, we're spending a lot of money on this. I've got a hello. lot of groats. Oh, there's a lot of. Oh, hello. What's going on? Oh, oh, oh no! Oh, ooh. barbarian! Oh, summoner in the end. Damn oh, it. Neck wow. and neck for a while. Then. Summoner it is then. Okay. A lot of groats on that. <laughs> <laughs> wow, twelve hundred channel points. Yeah. <sighs> really want a pet in this campaign. Yeah. Oh, All right. Be the barbarian. I just want to see that because it'd be hilarious. Okay. So, so, what, what, um. What ancestry are you? Right, um, Summer, that would be the one that I hadn't prepared for. Oh, God. What is it? Um, that's not your ancestry. Charisma. What's your ancestry? My ancestry <laughs> is going to be a variant human. A variant human. A variant <sighs> human, yes. <laughs> I'm just can't gonna... keep it simple, can you? Can't <laughs> just being awkward on everything. Here. I'm going to be a human, yeah. but I'm going to take the... Um... Thank Ondrum for the archives of Nethys. Yeah. Uh, 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 so you're doing... What are you doing? I, I'm going to go with the Oread still. So Plane of Earth. So a plain touched human yep. is going to be my ancestry. Fertile heritages. Here yes. We go. <clears throat> uh, the plane of Earth's influence runs through an Oriad's family, most often from a Shaitan or crystal dragon ancestor. Well, it's not. You are uh, touched of by Ondrum. Ondrum. You are of Ondrum. Now, where's the little booky thing that's got everything in? Here we go. Ancestors. I think my phone's about to run out of power. That's good, isn't it? Here we go. Very angry rabbit. The beast at the end of the Holy Grail. Because of course it's not in there. Terror. Everybody shuts. That's human ancestry, isn't it? Here we go. And then the heritage is the other bit. Yep. Physical description. You look like you're you're made out of stone. Some sort of an rock. element of some kind of rocky, stony, metal yeah. thing. Your yeah. Korg. Okay. Yeah. 
Gain the it's going to uh, hop on this. Gain the Aria trait in addition to the traits from your ancestry. You also gain low light vision, or you gain dark vision if your ancestry already has low light vision. See, I can't find heritages now. Would you oh. just write that in? Um, you write that in, but there are also yeah. um, like drag and drop their feet, like okay. ancestry feet yep. in um, So you're boundary. human, yep. but you have the Oread. And, and basically, it's not a huge difference. Oh, there it? we go. Yeah, it's, it's in the ancestry features. Yeah. It's a lot of them. Uh, Oread, there we go. So I'll drag that across. Wonder where that goes. There we go. So I'm a human Oread. La Renard. <laughs> okay. So you're a human Oread. Excellent. So as a human, you still have their traits, which is that you have eight hit points, your speed is 25, and you get two free ability boosts. Now, everyone gets to pick a number of additional languages equal to their intelligence modifiers. So we do that at the end when we know what everyone's intelligence score is Good. and therefore what your modifier is. <laughs> Not your own intelligence. Modifier. Oh, okay, good. This is why I like roleplay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Right. So you uh, have and to spend you... your two boosts in separate things, don't you? Yeah. Yes. Um. There's a quick question, Pete. Sorry, I sure. managed to alter it. So I've got the correct number of hit points. Cool. And my race appears the name mm. correctly. So what do I have other than speed 30 feet and 12 hit points? Um, uh, that was it, wasn't it? Common was and it? giant oh. languages. Common and giant. <clears throat> oh, Excuse me. Apologies, uh, viewers, that I'm slightly uh, chesty. It's the season. It is the season. It's the season to be chesty. La 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 la. Okay. So you can all pick your ancestry feats. Uh, Aldoon, did you pick your ancestry feet? Uh, no, I couldn't find them, Pete. Oh. Um, so you know the little. Um... The compendiums. The little compendium. I can find the compendium. <clears throat> and then they're called ancestry features. If you click yeah. on that, and then in the search, just type your race. Uh, or you, sorry, ancestry, and it'll filter down so you can only see the ones for your. Okay, so I get Oread as yeah. my feet. What did elf? <clears throat> I don't know what mine are. So Roger, we will sort yours out separately. Cool. Don't worry. If this is one feat that you're going to get at this level, so it's not okay. a huge. It's no, not that's a, cool. I just, it's not like... a character breaking uh, miss. We'll smashing. We'll... We'll sort that out. Oh, yeah. So I've got the traits <clears throat> Genie Kin and Oread. And it's not Genie Kin, it's Mountain Kin. Ancestry Kin. features. Yes. yes. In the right yeah. place. Ancestry features. I put yep. in elf. It just gives me the list of elves. Yeah. So you, each one of those is a different thing. If you click on it, it'll open up. Oh, so. so that's the uh, ancestry features. But I've chosen woodland elf, which is also my heritage. That's why I'm yes. being confused. Yeah. Yep. The so then you want to go. Then you want to go into feats. I don't want to go into food. Yep. Um, this must be fun for everyone at home. This is yes. great fun. So the learning uh, experience. Oh, watch us then. Here we go. Ancestry feeds. <clears throat> because having uh, feeds, yes. And drag your woodland elf over. 
wrap it in there. I'm trying it. to find the ancestry ones. No, it's not coming up no. like that. It's okay. So, <clears throat> um, I've dragged Woodland Elf do. over into my ancestry features. That's Excellent. in there. That's and nice. that will now give you that ability of okay. the Woodland Elf. Then we have separately, we have feats. And I'm just trying to find the ancestry feats in here. So bear with me a second. Oh, we <laughs> see. Yeah, we do get separate ancestry feet. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. We do. And they this digital are... nonsense. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, occasionally it's just finding where they've stacked something. Um, here we go. Is it going to be just under feats? Uh, ancestry feats, ancestral longevity, elven law, elven weapon. Ah, there you go. There you go. Nimble elf. Yep. In the book. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, the other magic, unwavering mean. It's one of those words I've read, but I don't think I've ever said out loud. Mean. Uh, let me just check. Yeah, night pod. Okay. Uh, what have you been doing, Shadow? Too many emojis. He's angered night pod. Yes. Right, so ancestry feats. I'm quite tempted by forlorn. I think that fits my character build. Did you add that yourself? Dan, or did you find that ancestry feat? Where did you find that? Oh, me? Yeah. You. yeah. <clears throat> oh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I found it in the ancestry feat thing that everyone was going to look through. So I want to be an Arctic fox. So I figured that looked right. <laughs> have, I, have I done it wrong? So is that the, that's the heritage, I assume? A bright oh, yeah, that's the, that must be the heritage thing. In this I, lovely wood environment. Okay. So I, yeah, I went in your ancestry features, and that'll be where your Arctic fox thing goes. But you also get an ancestry feat. Oh, I don't know where that is. Oh, from I being a kid, you know, I think they're just in the feats list. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think they are. So you're going to have to tell us what feats I we get access are. to. <clears throat> yep. Don't they all start with your ancestry? No, they don't, unfortunately. Oh. So elves are. I mean, as Aldine just said, ancestral longevity, elven law, elven weapon familiarity, forlorn, nimble elf, otherworldly magic, or unwavering mien. <clears throat> Dwarves, you have dwarven law, dwarven weapon familiarity, rock runner, adept at moving across uneven surfaces, stone cunning, unburdened iron, vengeful hatred. What? Vengeful hatred. Vengeful hatred. Yeah, choose one That's of like the following. It's like ancestral, ancestral enemy kind of thing. Um, yeah. Rock runner, dwarven lore, I like the sound of them. Ven I'm going to look up vengeful hatred. It's a plus one bonus to damage with weapons against a type of creature. <clears throat> All right. We can discuss creature types for that one because it's got uh, drow, dergar, giant, or orc. But giants wouldn't necessarily be the, the enemies of the dwarves. And they'd probably be more like um, hobgoblins, uh, bugbears, those kinds of things. <clears throat> okay, Roger, as I law. said, we'll... sorry? I'm going to take elven law. Okay. Just saying out loud. Sure, sure. Roger, we'll sort yours out separately as I'm still fiddling around with the Jotun. <clears throat> um, let's have a look at this. We are going to go to the feats. 
Um, okay. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Hang on. One minute. One, the one problem with selecting things that aren't in the books that I own, but are in Foundry, is that I don't know all of the uh, link up between the uh, I'm looking at the, ancestries. the archives one. Yep. And there is a lot there. A hell of a lot. But some of them have like prerequisite traits. <clears throat> well, if you go to Kitsune, for example... Does it tell you? It doesn't. No. I, I, I've got Kitsune Law. There you go. Sorted it. Found it. I'm already on it. <laughs> like okay. Kitsune Law, which gives me diplomacy and uh, deception as trained abilities. Ah, very good. There you go. Excellent. Um, right. Cool. And Ben, you've got the human ones. Yeah. You've got the book, haven't you? Uh, not on me. Not on you. Okay. The human ones are adapted cantrip. Um, if you have spell repertoire or spell book, replace one of the cantrips. Oh, yeah, I've got, I've got archives of Nethys open, so I can see them there, which okay. ones are okay for human. Okay, fine. So you're going to select those? Yes. <clears throat> well, let us know when you've selected it. Okay. And um, we'll go on to classes. Oh, oh no, I see what I can do. Sorry. There's a filter here. Contains human... So there is a list in the compendiums of the backgrounds. <clears throat> but we have to be slightly careful because some of these are, uh, 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 it's got everything in it and some of them are specific to Galarian. So anything that's got like a name like Alkenstar Outlaw, that's going to be a specific one. And I'll read off the list of ones that are in the uh, core book to give you guys an, uh, a sense of these. Now, a background will give you two ability boosts. Um, one which will be like pick from two uh, abilities and another one which is free. And then it will give you a training and a skill. Now, when you get a skill, you go up in the training levels and you go, uh, let me just open one of these character sheets and get to the skills. <laughs> <clears throat> where are we oh, 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 oh there we go so um the a skill will go from untrained where you don't have a bonus to trained then expert then master then legendary and as you go up in those steps you get a bigger bonus to using that skill so um it's good to get trained in your skills and then you will get better at them <clears throat> Certain tasks as well and certain difficulties of things will require you to be a certain level of training in a skill. Like you might come across a vault and it might say, you need to have expert thievery to even try picking the lock on this vault kind of thing. So there's some of those things as well. So the backgrounds are acolyte, acrobat. Stop me if you hear one that you like the sound of. Animal whisperer, artisan, Artist, barkeep, which Millie was going to be in the other game. Yeah. Barrister, <laughs> uh, bounty hunter, charlatan, criminal. Uh, bounty hunter. Oh, bounty hunter. Okay. Bringing in lawbreakers lined your pockets. Maybe you had an altruistic motive, uh, or maybe coin was motivation enough. 
choose two ability boosts. One must be to strength or wisdom. Mm. One is a free ability boost. Mm. Uh, you don't have to take this right now. I'll just read it out to you. Get a sense of it. Yeah. You're trained in you're trained in the survival skill and the legal law skill. That's you gain cute. the experienced tracker skill feat. Oh, that's kind of cute. <clears throat> okay, uh, charlatan. Think about it. Yep. Criminal, detective, emissary, entertainer, farmhand, field medic, fortune teller, gambler, gladiator, guard, herbalist, hermit, hunter, hunter. laborer, it's like it's just me at the moment. I could be looking these up myself. Was there another one that you thought, Aldine? I think Hunter. Hunter. Well, it's good if I can read some things out. Otherwise, it's just six people reading from <laughs> reading from the reading, <laughs> reading from the archives of Nethys because everyone's intently reading stuff, which is great. But we do need to talk to our audience a little yes. bit. Yes. So I Hunter, will be your foil. So Hunter, you choose two ability boosts. One must be dexterity or wisdom. Okay. Then the other one is free. Yet more you get trained in the survival skill, which uh -huh. might be handy for this game, <laughs> and the tanning law skill. Uh huh. And uh, I can gain get wildlife to partake in surveys. So, <laughs> yeah. Mr. Squirrel, how's yes. your day? Just fill in can I just stop you for just 50, a moment? 50 questionnaire. 50 question questionnaire. I found my ancestry one, my ancestry feet. Okay. I'm taking haughty obstinacy. Oh, God. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. And what does that do for you, Ben? Forty obstinacy. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Your powerful ego makes it harder for others to order you around. If you roll a success on a saving throw against a mental effect that attempts to control your actions, you critically succeed instead. If a creature rolls a failure on a check to coerce you, it gets a critical failure instead. Okay. But, okay. No, I'm not cool. doing it, power. Yeah. Yeah. Great, that's going to be fun. I don't want to. <laughs> whatever, whatever. Okay, so after um, Hunter. Yeah, we got to Hunter. We've got Labourer, Marshall Disciple. Um, Is Marshall like a Texas Ranger kind of Marshall thing? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, like combat. Uh, oh, studying like studying oh, to I like become the sound a, of that one. You like the sound of that one. Studying to become a great warrior. The school you attended... Might have been a traditionalist monastery, an elite military academy. Could have been uh, a Kadrathis academy. Kadrathis is the god of um, organized military and tactical warfare. So it could be that you went to uh, a, a, a monastery of Kadrathis. Although there's, I think the, there's a different uh, and, oh, god that I wanted to follow, I think. Oh, what god did you the want to follow? Theodorus. Oh yeah. Dangerous. Yep. 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 You could go to. You could have trained in in one of the the temples or, uh, uh, Thedorus. Thedorus, I think. Thedorus. I, <clears throat> I think I put it on my sheet somewhere. Thedorus. <laughs> there you go, Thedorus. Um, who is the half orc god of kind of competition? Uh, and. And that kind of thing. I think you put like raiding and mead, and that sounded yeah, sky cool. flying sky ships and <laughs> competition and mead and that kind of stuff. You yeah, yeah. Me at mead. yeah, 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 mead, yeah. Uh, and it, 
that would be perfect. You know, you'd be a martial disciple, drinking in the halls, fighting in the kind of mock battles, flying sky ships, and then yeah. heading down to Arlon to like... That's to one side for now in case something cooler turns up. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Well, the, the martial disciple would give you a boost to either strength or dexterity, and then a free one. Oh. You're trained in your choice of acrobatics or athletics, and you gain a skill feat. Catfall if you choose acrobatics, or quick jump if you choose athletics. You're also quick trained... Jump, I would have to look it up. You don't have to do a run-up, I think. Catfall yeah, you can is just... quite useful because it means oh, you don't take falling damage. See, that would be a really cool one for a gunslinger. You could jump through the air while firing two guns at the same time. Uh, it would be great for a Jotun to have catfall, wouldn't it? See an eight-foot huge guy fall out it's of a, a tree and then just land. Like, yeah. <laughs> superhero landing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and warfare law skill. So that's that an option. pretty good. So we've got, um, after that, we've got Merchant, Miner, Noble. Ah. I, I um, wanted chat to pick Noble for me, but they picked Gambler. Oh, okay. I've got a gambling go, dwarf. Okay, let's go back to Gambler for a second. So as Gambler, you get two ability boosts. One must be Dexterity or Charisma. Yep. I'm guessing you're not going to put your Charisma up. No, no, I have. Oh, you have? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Swashbuckler. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Sorry. And sure. one is a free ability boost. So I basically, like, it doesn't, like, I can also up my dexterity as well, right? I don't have to because I picked charisma, not pick dexterity. No, no, you can do that. Yeah. You could, yeah. So, you right. can, so I've upped yeah. my dex and upped, upped my charisma. Okay. So you get trained in deception mm -hmm. and the games law skill. So there'll be a law and you can put games law. Yep. You gain the lie to me skill feat. Yeah. Do you know what that does? Um, you can use deception to weave traps and trip uh, to trip up anyone trying to deceive you. Uh, if you can engage in conversation with someone trying to lie to you, use your deception DC if it is higher than your perception DC to determine oh. whether they succeed. Um, Interesting. This doesn't apply if you don't have a back and forth dialogue. Okay. But it's like they're trying to con a con man kind mm -hmm. of thing. Con the conner, yeah. <clears throat> So, so I'm I'm gonna be a gambling, lying dwarf, swashbuckler. <laughs> Loving it. Okay, so our doing gunsmith yeah. has popped up. It's in yep. the forge. Will, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. You will have to have trained in the gnomish city of Neckelvang. That's fine. Which is a stalactite city that hangs down. From in the from the underhang of Glorin, awesome. and actually, skyships come down from there and trade with the cities of Nolos and Erelos. Mm -hmm. So it's not unknown that you could have gone there, come back, you know, done the training, learnt about guns, how to build guns. Yeah, <clears throat> I think that makes sense for my gunslinger build. Yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely. It... Cool. That's so it's more of a technical gunslinger. Yeah. Well, you, you need to be able to maintain these things, especially it's out true. in the wilds when true. you don't have a handy gnome to fix it for you. <laughs> also, you aren't choose... elves like the folks who, like, if I haven't trained in this for 70 years, I'm barely an initiate. I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. That is true. That is true. Okay. <clears throat> so you get um, intelligence or dex and then a free one. 
Yep. So you've probably put both of those up, haven't you? Uh, well, you don't have to. You can diversify. Oh, that's true. I don't know how to look. I might put one in con, you know, just for not dying. Oh, that might be handy. Yeah, it might, might not. Uh, you're training the crafting skill and the engineering law skill. You gain the quick repair skill feat. Yep, that sounds useful. <clears throat> I can see you my take one minute wrong. to repair an item. If you're a master in crafting, it takes three actions. If you're Ooh. legendary, it takes one action. I just wink wow. at it. It's winked. So you just like... And it's fine. Yeah. <clears throat> that's cool one thing I do like about Foundry is when you find the right thing it's all there and if it links to another thing there's a link you click on it takes you to the feet you you know you don't have to you're not flipping around uh, pages and everything okay uh, let's have a look keep going down this list nomad pr prisoner sailor scholar sailor can include sky ships by the way <clears throat> Scout, street urchin, tinker, warrior. Um, I don't know if you wanted to go for warrior, uh, Roger, rather than martial disciple. Martial disciple is quite intense training and rigorous study, whereas warrior is you've been in battle and learnt it like in the field kind of thing. Yeah, I'm just having a look at the two. I think the martial discipline one looks a bit cooler than warrior. Okay, and you want to be have like trained in like with the uh, the faithful of Thedoros, you know that being part of your 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 background. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's sounding cooler. The coolest one so far. Okay, cool, great. Uh, Dan, how are you doing? Have you I, looked through the backgrounds? Yeah, yeah, I've looked through the backgrounds. I've decided to go noble. Um, kind Ooh. of fits with. Her character a little bit more. It'll also explain her accent a bit later. Um, so yeah, I've gone with Noble. She's. I think I'm pitching her as a, like a a court oracle. So that's, uh, interesting. And I've gone with obviously uh, you get to choose between um, intelligence and charisma. I've gone charisma because um, that's my main stat for being an oracle as well. And then I also use my free one to up dexterity as well. So very fast, very charismatic. Otherwise, I'm just normal. <laughs> okay. Okay, great. Uh, and you've got <clears throat> genealogy law or heraldry law. Uh, I will do heraldry law. Cool. That one. And you gain the courtly graces skill feat. Yep. And I get trained in society, but I was always already trained yes. in it, so it goes up to expert now, doesn't it? I so if I, was, so. if I was already trained in it, it goes up another level. Is that how it works? I think so. Uh, let's have a I uh, know. Hang on. It says you instead become trained in another skill of your choice. Ah, okay. I, I think because become... it doesn't want your skill level to get too high. Uh, yeah, I was, I was thinking. I was looking at and plus five looked <clears throat> a little bit. Um... <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it did a little bit. <laughs> oh right. Okay. So we've got. Um... Oh right. Okay. Cool. Uh, <clears throat> I shall choose another one and bear with me while I look at my fingers no worries. and see what I, I decided to go right. with. Ben, have we got a background? Uh, got eight. Eight. I managed to narrow it down to eight. Have eight <laughs> backgrounds. That's a good okay. one. Oh, I know. Reel, reel off your list of eight. 
Archaeologist, blessed, chosen one, energy scarred, feral child, genie blessed, magical experiment or royalty. I've got a noble. I, I think archaeologists would be quite a good one. Says Pete, trying to take me out of all the funky ones. No, because of the... the I agree, that was why I saw archaeologists. But archaeologists is but right also, up there in A. But also because of your your of and yeah. it's like you're reclaiming well that was also the... why blessed and genie blessed were in there uh, also magical experiment okay well let's take blessed. feral child out then because that one doesn't fit and we'll take yeah you did that in dodecker didn't you i did feral child that's a good point well made <laughs> So we're down to four. Okay. How many things can you have in a poll? Um, you can have more <coughs> than four, yeah. Hang on. Whack those four five, in a poll. Let's get this yeah. show on the road. Right, oh, so no, you're right. Road. It's five. So we've got archaeologist. Ooh. We've got Give me some blessed. there if you like. Well, that's the other problem with playing an archaeologist is we've actually got one. Um. Less... It can be a helpful experience, a yeah. collaborative experience. Blessed um, child, yeah. No, no, wait, wait. The archaeologist, blessed, energy scarred. Energy scarred. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's Genie blessed. No, not that one. Or magical experiment. Oh, probably that one. Okay, so you get... Res you gain resistance to a type of energy interesting there we go wow energy right, so we've got amazing. a poll going on yeah. <clears throat> oh, in the chat that <laughs> exciting I'm, I'm, oh, oh i wonder oh, who oh. just voted for archaeologist i wonder <laughs> not me <laughs> come on chat get in there and vote on oh well, they uh, are Ben's background okay it's happening oh it's a fight oh oh so we've got really... a lead. Oh, we've got a different lead. Who... Oh, crikey. Oh, blimey. That just Lick leapt up. Yeah, I found out how to turn <laughs> off the alert every time I spend groats. <laughs> now I can just spaff the button. Good Lord. I have so many groats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's looking good for energy scarred. I think it's going to be energy scarred, isn't it? I reckon. I could spend it on something else if you like. A few seconds to go. It's energy scarred. Energy scarred, 56%. Two and a half thousand gold black roads on that. Well, that's well cool. worth it. Well worth There we go. Energy scarred. Two ability boosts, constitution, and a free one. Oh, God, I haven't done that yet. Oh. Yep. And then you gain. You, your innate magical trait is primal. So you are just a primal magical creature. <clears throat> We've known that for a while now. <laughs> and then you choose acid, cold, electricity, fire, force, negative, positive, or sonic. And you get resistance. Sonic. See, I, I know it's not power sonic. gamey. If I was being power gamey, I'd take one of the power gamey ones. Sure. But I'm a, a, a rock creature. Yeah, you're crystalline. Crystalline, you want to resistance crystalline to those so shattering sonic. sonic waves. 
I like it. Cool. So if you meet a really loud bard, you're in trouble. <laughs> no, I get resistance. Oh, okay. now, now you're fine. Okay. Resistance right. of half your level. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, if you were going to take something that's going to hit you regularly, then you'd take fire. Sure. Or negative and be like, ha ha, suck it, undead. But nope, I'm taking Sonic. Hmm. Okay, cool. So we have a gunsmith without doing. Roger, have you decided on yours? Uh, yeah, martial discipline, uh, athletics. Martial disciple, athletics. That one. Cool. Sorry. Millie, oh, it's okay. all right. Millie, what was your background? Gambler. Uh, gambler. Okay. We then have the energy scarred, Ben, and the noble. Interesting group. Interesting noble group. fox person. <laughs> noble fox person. Fabulous. Okay. Countess so. La Renard. <laughs> okay. Uh, not Countess. You'd be the same rank as the leader of no, I was thinking that, Yeah, it's more of an honorary title <laughs> yeah. than for Dan's character. Though. It's yeah. not necessarily recognised on this plane. Yeah, maybe it's one of the courts of the um, of Glorim. Mm. <clears throat> so you're like a fae court member, you know, like a minor member, or your family were, and some of that honorific is passed on to you. <clears throat> Love it. Cool. Okay. So um, let's go with uh, our champion. We've got a champion, haven't we? Mm. Yeah. Hey, champion. Hey, champ. How are you feeling? So, you're an emissary. You're a proper champion, man. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, are. we haven't even got to accents yet. Ooh, that's where the fun really starts. <laughs> oh, dear. That's why people tune in, <clears throat> I know, I know. It's all right. I have to, I have to appear to be annoyed by it all. Um, uh, you are an emissary of a deity, a devoted servant who has taken up a weighty mantle, and you have a code that holds you apart from those around you. Your key ability... You have to pick strength or dexterity, and you get a boost in it. I will pick strength. Okay. I think that seems far more fitting. <clears throat> What's your strength now as we get uh, to this stage? It's currently 14, so it 14. goes up to 16. Uh, yep. There you go. And you gain 10 more hit points and your constitution modifier. Yeah, it's... Um... It's up to it already. It's so already now done. Twenty three. Where does one put one's magic type? It's a trait. You just put it in as a trait, I think. <clears throat> okay, so you get you are trained in perception. Oh, hang on, skills. <clears throat> this is where it all starts happening. Uh, it's all it's all happening. Perception was that. Yep, trained in perception. Perception is like perception. its own separate thing on the side. Uh, uh, let me open it. Yeah. Oh, it's put plus three. I'm assuming that's because I'm trained. Yes. So when you're trained, you get a plus two and your level added on. Yeah. yeah so I so think it's done that bit automatically. Cool. Good. Should do. Uh, you're then saving throws. You are an expert in fortitude, trained in reflexes, in reflex, and expert in will. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, for skills, you are then trained in religion. And one skill determined by your choice of deity, which I believe is in the Pantheon thing that I shared with you on Discord. 
it's probably acrobatics or athletics, considering. <clears throat> I don't know. I'll, f- I'll find that for you, don't I? Uh, and then you if, trained it in a number I've, of... If it is athletics, do I go up from trains to expert or...? I uh, don't think so. Oh, so I'll just miss out on that. Um, I think you just get to pick a different skill if that's the case. Okay, cool. I'll just check. Um, that's fine. But, we'll that out later. Yeah, we'll figure that bit out later. That's no problem. So let me have a look. Uh, we're talking about. Um, did I pin that to the thing? Did I pin it? Yeah, I did. Here we go. So, um, Thedoros is athletics. Oh, that's the one I've already got. Okay. <clears throat> so pick another one for now, you know. Uh, and then you get um, another, a number of additional skills equal to two plus your intelligence modifier. So two more. Uh, you're trained in simple weapons, martial mm-hmm. weapons, and unarmed attacks. And you're training all armor and unarmored defense. So basically, all combat stuff. Apart from advanced weapons. Apart from advanced weapons, but yeah. You're also chained in, trained in champion class DC. Now, what that is, is sometimes you'll have an effect that a, a creature will have to save against, and your champion class DC. Oh, it's a bit like spell save. Exactly, thing. exactly. Cool. I mean, what are advanced weapons? Is that stuff like guns or does stuff like big two-handed swords come under that? Uh, this is a good question. And let's have a look at group. Um, I think it's like more complicated stuff than that. <clears throat> advanced weapons are things like the gnome flick mace, the orc neck splitter, the sawtooth saber. So there weird. are specific ancestry so very weapons. Weird weapons. Yes, cool. yeah, okay. the dwarven war axe, which I think is like, a t- it's got an axe at each end. Or is that the like double-headed one? And there's a yeah. war pick as well, which I've always quite fancied. I thought that was yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, um, things like that. But yeah, so some things you get you get access to very so gnomes will get access to certain gnomish weapons because of their ancestry feats. But if you have advanced weapons, you get the whole bunch. Yep. All kinds of crazy weaponry. <laughs> uh, and you're trained in divine spell attacks and divine spells, DCs. <clears throat> You'll also get a champion um, feat. I'm not sure where I can see that on my sheet. I saw where the class DC thing was. I didn't see the others. Pete's conference. Yeah. Please hold. <laughs> what I think looking? it's just for now. We just know that you're a divine spellcaster. So that's what we need to worry about. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> cool. Okay. You then get if you have you opened up the class on in Foundry. <clears throat> uh Yes. Yep. So you'll see the class features. So you'll get, you've got your ancestry and background all sorted out, your initial proficiencies, which you just went through. You get your champion's code, deity and cause, deific weapon, champion's reaction, 
devotion spells, champion feet, and shield block. These are all special abilities that are then detailed just below. The one I think we should talk about is the champions of the champions code. You follow a code of conduct beginning with tenets uh, shared by all champions of an alignment, such as good, and continuing with tenets of your cause. So your deity is chaotic good, I think. Is chaotic good. So you all follow the tenets of good. Uh, you must never perform acts anathema to your deity or willingly commit an evil act such as murder, torture, or the casting of an evil spell. You must never knowingly harm an innocent or allow immediate harm to one through inaction when you know you could reasonably prevent it. And also, your <clears throat> if you look at your deity, there is a portfolio listing with a number of keywords, and they kind of represent the activities that they want to foster is that on the thing on discord that's on the, the pantheon sheet that i am yeah wow, if, and if, if anyone wants to find out more about my setting then do feel free to join the discord and come chat in our pathfinder channel <clears throat> um i think the deific weapon for thedoros is a battle axe um and deity and cause Depending on if you are count it good, then that will make you a liberator. Is there <clears> somewhere <throat> to put all of this stuff? Or yeah, I mean it's just all listed. If you just scroll down in champion, it's all listed. Oh no, there. no, I meant is there somewhere? To when put you it drag on champion into the couch sheet, it should it add. should do all that for you. Dun, 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 dun. Should It'll put it oh, in okay. the features. Updates a bunch of stuff. <clears throat> yep. And the. Cool. that is on the sheet but i'll nod and smile that's okay i think you just drag and drop it into your couch sheet yeah i've done that i've done that dragging champion in yep and then if you go to where are we go to the, the, the it looks like a it looks like a little medal <clears throat> feats. ah yes i yep. see and it's kind of stacked a whole load of stuff in there yeah yeah yep. that's cool <clears throat> so uh Aldun, how are you yes. doing Hello, I'm fine. Thank you, Pete, for asking. <laughs> uh, Clip Killhaven. Yes. Interesting name. That's my name. Right, so you are going to be a gunslinger, yeah? Yes, that is correct. So let's uh, close that. Get classes out. Gunslinger, another one where I don't have it in a book, but <laughs> we do have it on... Uh, foundry Sars. no no it's fine it's all here um, so you boost your dexterity at first level I thought it was dex or int it says key ability dexterity uh, class gives you an ability boost to dexterity oh yeah pardon yep. me it's I right. will chop up <laughs> hit points 8 plus your constitution modifier yay Yay. Which I've now so fixed. Some, some back point stuff. Cause. Cool. Uh, you get expert in perception, which yes, is pretty cool. Expert in fortitude, reflex, and trained in will. Yep. <clears throat> then trained in one or more skill determined by your gunslinger's way. Yes. Um, I will be choosing the way of the sniper. Oh. 
<clears throat> just so everyone knows, there's way of the drifter, way of the pistolero, way of the sniper, and way of the vanguard. So drifter is wander across the battlefield at home in and out of the fray. Pistolero, maintain your distance at duelist 10 paces with pistol in hand. Sniper, I think we can all guess what sniper's about. And the vanguard, you rely on a brutal combat style that uses heavy weapons and explosive attacks. I must admit, where the vanguard does look hilarious. I think that's the one I would go for. Dwarven <laughs> vanguard. Yeah, that that's your awesome. kind of dwarf carrying a cannon. It's not a hand cannon. It's a cannon. Absolutely. Um, so do you want to whack all your starting proficiencies in? Uh, yes. So we can kind of I get around some of, some of the others. I have done that. Okay, cool. And then you're trained in light and medium armor and armor defense and your gunslinger class DC. So you've got your uh, gunslinger's way and singular expertise. Yep. <clears throat> Bonus to damage with firearms and crossbows. Um, what's the, uh, you can't get to the same heights with other weapons, though. No. But that's fine. You've got guns. I'll focus um, on my guns. And you get a gunslinger class feat. So if you have a look at those and pick one of those. Okay. Cool. Excuse me for a moment. Chat, pick my character's name. Oh, I had a question actually about gunslinger. The way of the sniper mm -hmm. uh, talks about how you practice un practice a style of shooting that relies on unerring, unerring accuracy and perfect placement of your first shot. Um, and it has a, th a number of sort of fun things that come with it. So slinger's reload, which is a covered reload, so I can go into hiding and reload, which is useful. Uh, and then it has deeds, and my initial one is a one-shot, one-kill, which basically adds damage to my first shot, and then they get better as I get better. And it has a way skill of stealth, so does that mean I get trained in stealth? You probably get trained in stealth. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. uh, the gunslinger ways are described in detail on page 108. <laughs> of what? Of the Guns and Gears book. Oh, Aaron. Yeah, yeah. Aaron. It's okay. <laughs> Brasilka the Ruddy Amazing. Brasilka the Ruddy Amazing. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that is brilliant. Fabulous. Okay, so we've got we've got our way of the sniper. <clears throat> That's great. Uh, so you pick a feet. We'll come back around to you when you've picked your feet and stuff, and we can do a little synopsis of each kind of character. Uh, Dan, Dan, you've been sitting patiently there. How Have how I? is your kitsune? I'm, oh, it, yeah, it's coming on. together nicely. So I'm an oracle. Mm -hmm. um, Let's get oracle out, shall we? Yeah, and that gave me a boost to my charisma. So I'm, very, cool. I'm very charismatic. Um, I haven't done my... I, I'm trying to follow the little thing on my foundry to sort of run through it all. Um, okay. So I haven't done... It says I get free skills plus my intelligence mod modifier. Well, I don't have an intelligence modifier because I'm not actually that smart. Um, so I need to pick free skills for that. On my mystery, I have picked ancestors. So basically, there's a load of people talking in my head. Doubted out by your nan. <laughs> basically I like it. I like um it. which uh which is what gave me my um society trained it also gives me a cantrip guidance um cool. and then a revelation spell of ancestral touch um 
and then it gets obviously better as we go go, go along later mm -hmm. but it also has a curse so if i use any of my reverend revelation spe uh, spells i move through the curse process yeah so i'm i'm a minor curse i have to do i have yeah. to basically roll a dice and i get stuck onto one of these ancients and i can only really do that action if i want to try an action outside of that i have to do a dc um test Depending on where, at what scale I'm in with my curse, it literally Fine. is your nan shouting at you. It's don't basically, do it like that. Do it like this. Oh, that now. So yeah, so I just need to put in my three extra skills, uh, and then I th don't think there's anything else I need to add to my character. Cool. Yeah, okay, like, great. And um, you've got as a, an oracle, you get training, perception, fortitude, reflex, expert will, expert uh, will, and simple weapons and light armor. So you yeah. have some some uh, combat stuff and yeah. you're a divine caster divine caster and i have no idea what i've got to do for the magic stuff but i'm sure we'll cover that at some point that's fine um there will be a ace where are we divine spell casting uh your i think doesn't your mystery decide what you might just be a cult we'll figure that out yeah okay ben or millie who wants to uh give us a rundown next um i'm ready okay let's go chat we've been productive got a character <laughs> going on here um all right so cool. so rasilka the ruddy amazing right um, she's probably northern face it um <laughs> so we've got uh we've picked swashbuckler um the one thing i'm not sure so it says hit points is 10 plus your constitution mod modifier so we'll get an extra yep. 10 on top of the the ones i got for being a dwarf Yes. So does that make me? That'll make me twenty. Twenty something. Twenty one. Yeah. yeah. Right, cool. <clears throat> right, so Your constitution could still go up because you get more boosts in a minute. Oh, so, cool. so it might go a little bit further. Um. <clears throat> so, because I'm a swashbuckler, I got a boost to dexterity, which puts me at dex sixteen, which is good. Nice. Um. And then, um, I am an expert in perception. Trained in fortitude, expert in reflex, and expert in will. Um, I'm trained in acrobatics, which just to me sounds hilarious. <laughs> I think dwarves would be powerful vaulters, don't you? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, so I have plus six to my uh, my acrobatics. <laughs> <laughs> awesome! You're like one of the dwarves out of the Hobbit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, throw me, throw me. Yeah. Um, I we we had a poll for my swashbuckler style. I was either going to go with wit or braggart. Chat have chose braggart, which I kind of okay. think fits with the gambling. Oh, I think you should go gymnast style, don't you? Nope. <laughs> nope. We're going. Chat have picked. Um, okay. So, so braggart. You both taunt and psychologically needle your foes. You are trained in intimidation. You gain panache during an encounter when you successfully demoralize a foe. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. so demoralize is a handy action to not get a... Third attacks often have big penalties, so mm -hmm. demoralize is a handy thing to use. Yep. <clears throat> Pick that. Um, and then um, I got an additional four um, skills. Plus my intelligence modifier, which is zero, so I don't get any more. Um, we've picked, um, what did we pick? Society, thievery, stealth, and I think it was diplomacy, but that, uh, okay. either diplomacy or deception, one of the two. Um, so what's your character's charisma? Um, it is um, 10. Okay, okay, 10. cool. No, I just, it sounded like you were making a, a the face character. Maybe 
we'll get there in a bit. But um, you know, believing in yourself is a big part of. I think it's going to be Rogers uh, Yoten who's going to be uh... base character. Yeah, <laughs> love it. Oh, I, so <laughs> <screwed>. <laughs> um, Hello down there. <laughs> and then I'm trained in like simple weapons, martial weapons, unarmed, unarmed, cool. light armor, and unarmored. Um, okay. And then, and then, yeah, that's that's pretty much um, everything Excellent. I've got. I do like um, I get precise strike and confident finisher. Yes, yeah. those, those sound cool. Yeah, a finishing attack you can make when you have panache. So you like build up panache that you can use. Oh, <clears throat> that's a question. It says here I get a swashbuckler feat. Is that as well as my swashbuckling style? Yes. All right, so I need to pick a swashbuckler. So there'll be a little set of swashbuckler feats yep. for you to pick from. All right. There's, generally, there's like four or five. And what you'll find is as you go through, there'll be like a chain of feats. So certain feats will allow you to open up later ones as you go. So you'll kind of, you can kind of specialize in this particular style of being a swashbuckler. <clears throat> okay, right, Ben. What craziness has ensued? We've gone Summoner, haven't we? Yes, we've gone Summoner. Uh, yeah. Crystal Stein. Crystal Stein, is that the character's name? Yeah. Or an option you've picked? I no, no, that's the I don't know name. at this stage. <laughs> it's hard to tell. Uh, a human Oread energy scarred Summoner. Awesome. Um, now, human gives me a lot of flexibility in what I spend my boosts in. Mm-hmm. Summoner gives me a boost in charisma. Energy Scarred gives me a boost in charisma. So I've got a charisma of 16 and a constitution of 14 at the minute. Nice. Okay, cool. Very cool. Uh, primal Magic. Mm-hmm. What other stuff have I got to play trained with? Trained in Perception, Expert in Fortitude, Trained in Reflex, Expert yep, in Will. got those. One Sonic Resistance. So that that one in Sonic Resistance means whenever I do Sonic damage to you, you reduce it by one. You know, never. And that is when half... does Sonic damage ever actually happen? Well, now you've got Sonic Resistance. I'm going to have to have some Sonic stuff in there. That's aren't I? true. That's I have the... um, trained in Sonic Law as a skill, so I know all about how to run around that loop thing. Features I have the ancestry feature Oread. Cool. Do, do, do class features summoner spell casting, spell repertoire, link spells, evolution feat, Eidolon. My other ancestry feat is haughty obstinacy, which doesn't appear in ancestry but is further down there. And that's as far as I've got thus far. Okay. Uh, so your Eidolon is connection with a powerful and usually otherworldly entity called an Eidolon. Yes. You can use your life force as a conduit to manifest this ephemeral entity into the mortal world. <clears throat> now, where do I find the Eidolon thing? Choose a type of Eidolon. I am the having the god on one. Page 59. <laughs> um, well, there's an angel one and there's a god one, but the only ones I could find. And the god one seems more appropriate. Yes. Uh, I don't know where to find that or how to apply it. You manifest idol on action. Your idol on this name. It I think 
in the minute and the two of you work together and coordinate your actions you and idol and share your actions and multiple attack penalty each round you can use any of your actions for yourself or your idol on uh, means you both share a single pool of hit points damage taken by either you or the idol and reduces your hit points while healing either you either of you recovers your hit points wow so it's kind of literally part of you it's yeah. literally brought into existence by your life force this is cool i like it so i can i have two ways of killing you now yeah uh so that's good um yeah the, god one sounds, yeah the god one sounds relevant and maybe you've got like a mini ondrum yeah so um, it's a god caller i was thinking like a like a, a rock serpent kind of thing that kind of okay i conjure it up out of the ground cool and it's this sort of energy linked bundle like a sandworm of stones not quite like a sandworm <laughs> no more like a, a rockworm more like an aztec dragon oh okay cool i like it yeah kind of vibe <laughs> so it's loads of disconnected bits of stone held together by a pattern of energy that kind rips of like, its way up from the they ground look like the segments of the, of yeah. the serpent okay i like it so skill wise athletics intimidation nature and survival okay um, I've already forgotten them. Trained athletics. Trained intimidation. Uh, trained nature, trained survival. Well, this is quite handy. Because of the magic you draw from your Eidolon, you can usually replace material components from your spells with somatic components. So you don't need a material component pouch. Good, because uh, I hate each day, components. Each day you can cast one first level spell and five cantrips. You must know spells to cast them and you learn them by the spell repertoire class feature. <clears throat> and the spell repertoire, collection of spells you cast is called your spell repertoire. At first level, you learn two first level spells of your choice and five cantrips of your choice. Cool. So you know two first level spells and every day you can cast one of them. <clears throat> yep. Five and they're from the tradition corresponding to your Eidolon. And that's the <clears throat> God Caller one. Yep. Beast Eidolon. It's a manifestation of the life force of nature in the form of a powerful magical beast. Must be primal then. Yes. Yeah. Which again ties into your energy scarred. <clears throat> yep. I think it all sort of links together in, in this... Um, child being abandoned in a cave on the mountain and cool. the mountain taking pity on the child so it's it's like in some ways a bit like the raised by wolves thing but raised by the actual mountain cool i like it and then yeah. i can take beasts charge Ooh. so yeah it kind of lashes out strides hey. twice and strikes wicked nice that's good. That's the initial ability. And the symbiosis power looks like if I bond with it, we can shout at things and scare the poop out of them. I'll look into whether or not I need to create uh, an actor in Foundry for, we'll probably need a little token and stats and stuff for your Eidolon as well. So yeah. you can get that all sorted out. Looks like I get Sylvan. As an additional language. Oh, because of that. Okay. Yep. 
that's that'll be a uh, a glorim originating language. But if you think it's more appropriate to have it as a different one, um, being you could take dwarven or giant. It's up to you. Probably dwarven would be. Where do languages even go? Page. No language. Languages box. Front yep. page. A little blue. I'm being helpful. Plus. I haven't. Oh yeah, there it all is. Of mine yet. So there we go. We'll take dwarven then. Okay. Common and dwarven because <clears throat> those are the only two ones. <laughs> I, I find that quite offensive. So. <laughs> As a health. As a health. Aren't you a wealth? A woodland elf. We, we like to call ourselves leaf folk. Oh, least. okay. So leaf folk. I like that. I like that. That's cool. Okay. So right. I've got my proficiencies for my yep. class mm -hmm. and my ancestor, no, my background. Yep. That's cool. Uh, do I get a feat? <clears throat> you get one. Um, I do. Summoner. I get a, you get a, a summoner, summoner feat. feat. Okay. Okay, I will find the summoner feet then. Right. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to finalize everyone's ability scores. So you should have had, it was all, there were all 10 at the beginning. You got some from your ancestry, some from your background, and some from your class, A, B, C. I like that. Um, <clears throat> so Make sure you've added all of those. And then you get four more boosts to your character ability scores. Remember that each ability boost adds two to the base score. Um, you should have no ability score lower than eight or higher than 18 at the end of this process. <clears throat> so four more boosts, four more plus twos. What, now? Yeah. Now, all after right. you've done your class, you get four more boosts. On top of everything boosts. else. On top of everything well, else. We've got. Pathfinder is heroic. Okay. Yeah, that's true. We will also be terrible. Yeah, that's that as well. I'm assuming if you add intelligence at this point, you don't get more skills. Yes, you would. Oh, you do get more skills. Yep. Yep. Um, is Pathfinder a bit like a computer game in the sense of you get more skills based on your intelligence as you level up, or is it just at the start? Um. It, it depends on your the value of intelligence as a character. Depends on your class. I think at certain levels you get to add skill increases. At third level and every two levels thereafter, you gain a skill increase. You can use this increase either to increase your proficiency rank to train in one skill you're untrained in. So no, it's not. I think that's um, so it's just a, a beginning. I think that's yeah. a beginning thing. This is not Fallout. Yeah. It's, it's worth not, asking. It's not. It's not. Oh, yeah. third, it's not third edition D and D, where you'd get two plus your intelligence modifier every level or whatever it was in skill points. You know, and Pathfinder first edition was like that as well. So they okay, would have yeah. those. Cool. <clears throat> um, uh, I'm, I'm going to break tradition with an elf and um, pump up that con. Ooh, wow. So <laughs> as a as a champion, I'm guessing strength is very important for me, given that's my yeah strength God's for your combat thing. and charisma for your um your spells, I think. And do you, do your stats go up later in play as well? Oh yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
So what there's two ways of doing stat increases actually. <clears throat> and I use a an alternative method, which is in the games mastery guide, which I will explain to you now. Ability score variance 82. Now <clears throat> what happens is that you get to increase your scores at higher levels. Um, where are we? Gradual ability boosts. Now, normally what happens is you would get four boosts at fifth level, 10th level, 15th level, and 20th level. Yeah. Instead, what we do is at second, third, fourth, and fifth, you get a boost. So it's as you go okay. along. Because I think four boosts, that's four plus twos. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's a lot to get on one level. Yep. So I do the gradual ability boosts, which is on and page do your max 182. Stats increase, or is it always 18? Um, uh, I need to have a look. I'll have a look on the. Because obviously ability. that's a lot of boosts, and that would probably just take <clears throat> everyone to. I think you can everything. beyond. Here we go. Uh, Sorry, I know it's a bit of an awkward no, question. No, don't worry. Don't worry. It's in each class. I think it's their level five. Um, ability. All right, let's have a look. Here we go. Uh, uh, fifth, fifth, fifth. Ability boosts. At fifth level, every five levels are after you boost four ability, different ability scores. You can use these ability boosts to increase your ability scores above 18. Boosting your ability score increases it by one if it's already 18 or above, or by two if it starts out below 18. Cool. So, so once you go above 18, your boosts become one point. one point. Gotcha. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, what you'll see is that um, the, the numbers get big. Yeah. So you start off with you know, your level adds on to everything you do. So you'll be trained in something plus two. You're level one plus one. You add your strength modifier, for example, for fighting in hand-to-hand -hand combat, which might be two or four. So you're there, you're talking about plus seven. You know, at fifth level, you'll be an expert plus four in things with plus five for your level, with plus eight for your stat. So the numbers get quite big. Luckily, we're using Foundry and all of that is done for you. So that's very good. Um, and it means that it's kind of heroic, big, powerful, uh, role play. The, the reason they've done that is that they wanted to have it so that when you got to 10th level, if you fought first level creatures, you could just like with a whip of your hand, like dispatch them. Uh, and okay. that, that kind of replicated. There is an, uh, a variant rule method where you do, uh, um, do it without adding the level number. You have to do a couple of other rejigs around, but basically it kind of flattens the maths and makes everyone a bit more, you know, so six level creatures might risk it with second level monsters, you know, whereas with the, with the basic rules, you'd be pretty, pretty hench compared to them. Cool. Okay. So has everyone added your four boosts to your ability scores? Yeah. I think I've just got to do spells and equipment. Yeah. Okay. So we'll get 15 gold pieces, which is 150 silver pieces. It's good to think of 
silver pieces as being the equivalent to what you'd normally think of as gold in Dungeons and Dragons. You know, so what do you say? 15 gold? 15 gold pieces, which is 100. And, it's actually, you actually have 150 silver pieces to spend on armor weapons and other basic equipment. Now, one good thing they've done is that in the equipment section, there's uh, in the book, so I'm not sure if it appears in the... Um, the class kits are, yeah. Class kits are in there. Okay, cool. Because the class kits are easy shortcuts to like, oh, I want to get an adventuring pack, grappling hook, sheath for my sword, a great sword, a bow, blah, blah, blah. Here you go. I'll buy the fighter class kit and I get all that stuff. I don't have to do all them independently. Um, oh, no, spells don't show up in like levels. Surely so we filter do, it on do we just use those um, 15 gold to basically buy our starting equipment? Yes, buy your starting gear. Shopping. Um, shopping. We will do that between sessions. Oh, no, everyone loves to watch shopping. <laughs> <laughs> well, it might be interesting to know what people's major weapons and armor are, but how many candles you've got and how many feet of hemp and rope, uh, not necessarily. All of this is critical <laughs> to the success of the party. It is. How many hand cannons? Well, can now we remember, on? we are doing a hex crawl, so we will be checking arrows and we will be doing rations mm -hmm. because traveling across the wilderness will be uh, an important part of this. And we oh, I should have got hunter. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Would stuff like survival help with catching yes. food? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So there are a few hex crawl mechanics and a couple of my own that come into this. And basically, when you move around uh, between hexes, you get a certain number of, and let me just get to the right page so I can tell you that their correct name. Get a certain number of that page it's 170 hexploration activities per day and you guys get one exploration activity per day um and that you can basically do a series of actions you can do travel you could do reconnoiter um i've slightly expanded the list slightly in a document on my computer uh, but basically it enables you to do stuff w once per day you can force yourself to 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 generate another exploration activity but you can only use that for travel and that's so if you do like a forced march now depending the 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 hex you're moving into or moving out of um it dictates how many exploration activities it is to move through if it's open terrain such as plains, it takes one activity. If it's difficult terrain, such as forests or hills, it's two activities. And if it's uh, greater difficult terrain, like mountains or swamps or something, you know, ravines or something, then it would be three activities. So a mountains tile could take you, if you didn't push yourself, three days to move through. Uh, you can reconnoiter a hex as well, and that takes the same number of activities as it would to move through to search. So basically, when you reconnoiter a hex, you spend a number of days doing it, and then we make a roll, a reconnoiter roll, 
uh, based on perception and whoever's the best perception in the party can make the roll. That's fine. Um, and then you, if you're successful, you've found something special about that hex. If there's a marked feature on something, then you don't need to make a reconnoiter roll. Like you don't need to roll to find the lake or the ruins, for example. <clears throat> but what might happen is that there may be some of those tiles might change. We might put some little symbols over them to represent, oh, you found a ruined tower here in an old uh, residential area of dwarven homes under these vines and things over here, etc. Um, uh, so, so we'll need to count how many days you're out in the field doing stuff and you'll need rations for doing that, uh, which is, which is more my point. And if you have, uh, the right gear, then you'll get bonuses to anything like subsist rolls you might have to make. If you run out of food, you'll need to subsist on the land that you're in. And each type of terrain in my new stat block system will have a subsist DC that you roll against. Uh, as the survival role uh, to to get enough food and shelter to to survive there for for the day. So you want to have supplies um, so that you don't have to worry too much about that. While you're off exploring, the teams that you have back at the base can generate work points. A team of dock hands, as they are in the games mastery guide, but they're basically laborers. They can generate one work point per day. When you find new ruins, once you've cleared them out, and effectively we do like a little dungeon or an adventure, or you know, we get there and then we switch from exploration to right now we're doing a bit of a, an encounter. You then, once it's cleared out, if you clear it out, you can then say, right, okay, our your party as a team could spend a day to to um, do one work point, or you could send word back to the tower get them to send some workers out with some guards to come and repair locations or, or, or other things that you may want to do. You, you know, we'll see how it goes as we go, what kind of locations you find and then what opportunities there are to further the cause for Pargranin and kind of civilize, re-civilize this area of the uh, countryside again. <clears throat> so yeah, so equipment's important. Um, and uh, we'll be charting, tracking days and rations. Uh, so it's uh, so it's, hopefully it should be should be fun. Cool. Okay. Hopefully we've got enough, everyone's got their characters in a pretty good shape now, and we can go around and people can just give a, like a little summary, maybe with their stats <clears throat> and hit points. Uh, and anything interesting they want to share about their character. Dan's nodding his head, so we're going to start with Dan. Dan, do you want to give a rundown? Name oh. of your character, what they are, stats. Uh, so we have uh, La Rue Renard, uh, which is actually the French word for fox. Uh, see what I'm doing there? Um, she is uh, an Arctic fox, so she's white fur. Um, being an oracle as well, tends to be, they tend to be white-furred foxes. Um, she... Um, got uh, quite hefty stats in dexterity and charisma because she's a fox. She's meant to be fast and darty around. So I am strength 10, dexterity 18, constitution 12, uh, intelligence uh, 12, wisdom 10, and charisma 18. Wow. So she's 
she's I mean she's a courtly noble right or, or yeah. at least works in the courtly nobles people wow. so she needed to be charismatic and be able to talk to people um which is also sort of where my skills have gone as well um so I'm trained in um acrobatics I just like the idea of jumping around like a bouncy fox yeah. um, deception, and deception intimidation so probably all good yeah that anyway, that's, that's what I thought so and then I've got deception intimidation performance society religion diplomacy and stealth because she's a white fox she's probably quite good at hiding so um mm-hmm. uh, and that's what she's concentrated on so she's not hitty she's very much the opposite of hitty um, yep. fast and get away from things so yeah and uh, yeah and she's uh, oh and, uh, and what did i do i've got my ancestry not my ancestry stuff my mystery stuff um yeah mystery and then my class feats i got firefox i can shoot icicles from my tail so wow it only does like that one d4 so cool. damage but it's quite i thought it's quite cool I think it's, it's a little something. It's awesome. That's cool. <laughs> she gets to flick a tail and icicles come out so it's quite cool so lorim ice coming yeah. out of your tail yeah exactly cool. that so that's her Amazing. I love that. <laughs> right. Who who who's who's next? Who wants to summarize their character next? I don't think I can follow icicles from from my arse. Millie. Millie. Just... All right. Come on, Millie. All right. So we've Let's got have your braggart. We've got um yeah, Rascilla, um, the ruddy amazing. Um, who is <laughs> Is um, that what she says when she enters the room? Send someone in first to say that. Oh, here comes Raskilla the Ruddy Amazing. Oh, they know oh, her. Oh, here they come again. Oh <laughs> dear. Um they are a gambler, um, and a swashbuckler. Uh we've gone with uh strength of ten, dex of eighteen, mm-hmm. con of twelve, intelligence of ten, wisdom of twelve. And then most of those extra fours went into the charisma. <laughs> um, so we've got a 16 charisma. Um, nice. So she's, nice. she's doing all right. Um, a bit slow because she only has a speed of 20 feet. So, you know, we'll catch up eventually. Um, <laughs> where are the, what did we go with the uh, braggard style uh, swashbuckling? And the class feat um, we have is one for all. Um, so with precisely the right words of encouragement, I can bolster an ally's efforts. Ah. Uh, this action counts as sufficient preparation to aid that ally. Um, when you use the aid reaction to help that ally, you can roll diplomacy in place of the usual check, which is good, because where is diplomacy? Hang on. Oh, oh, which button is it? Not actions, not inventory. I don't do the spells, not craft. It's the little hand. There we go. Um, my diplomacy yeah. is plus six, which feels good. Nice. Feels yeah, good. that's good. Um, <clears throat> and then um, thievery, stealth, and acrobatics are all plus seven. So, wow. Yeah, we're going to be a little bit of a weird little. Like it. All good stuff. I've got I've got stuff. law skill, game law. I know about game games. Law. Cool. The gambler in you. I feel the swashbuckler and the gunslinger might become friends at some point, but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do friends. All my friends are dead. You've all got ploofy coats with like the cut bits and, you know, split. <laughs> Maybe. I'm just looking down. Who's the Kiefer Sutherland here. and who's Charlie Sheen? Come on. That's what I want to know. <laughs> Definitely Kiefer. <laughs> 
Oh, okay, excellent. So our dwarven swashbuckler yeah. um, is, Thanks, uh, is fantastic. Yeah, thank you, chap. <laughs> well done, chap. One for All is an amazing choice. Hexgrid Heroes, thank you for joining us in the oh, chat. That's an under. Yeah, uh, maybe. Uh, cool. Okay, right. Abdoon, come on, let's let's have your gunsmith. Uh, we got Clipped Killhaven. Nice. Elven gunsmith gunslinger. Being up in that gnome city, learning all about them guns. Um, all about the shooting, basically. Um, I'm hoping he's run away from the gnome city with a large collection of arms. <laughs> um, <laughs> and can never return again. Escaped on some sort of hang glider. Glided his way down to where we are now. Yeah, uh, cool. Strength, who needs it? Um, Dex, 18. Con a character breaking fourteen. Wow. Um, intelligence of sixteen from all that studying. Everything else flat ten. Okay. Charles. Cool. Irrelevant. Who needs wisdom and charisma? <laughs> I mean, you can shoot things from a long way away. Very true. Very um, true. Having taken the way of the sniper, he gets a bonus called one shot one kill, which is basically first hit does additional damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that could then build later levels. You get Vital Shot, which is where you get to do bleed damage. And for all of us ooh. who've ever suffered bleed damage in a role-playing <laughs> game, ooh, ow, yes. it's fun to be on the giving end of that. Because <laughs> uh, that doesn't happen very often. Mm. Uh, what else is fun about them? Uh, they're very acrobatic because they need to get up in them trees. Oh, yes, Woodland Elf, so sneaky as hell, in woods automatically get to be basically in cover in woodlands being a sniper helps if i'm in cover uh, <laughs> very handy Ooh, look very at that a uh, little bit of arcana a bit of crafting for making bullets um uh, surprisingly low nature <laughs> surprisingly <laughs> low survival stealth and thievery quite high also quite good at engineering uh, and elven law that's so as home. a young woodland elf, you're always thinking, these trees would make really good handles for guns. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I'm thinking is we put some cannons up there, and uh, we've got a snapper's nest up there, and what are you doing with that bow and arrow? Just get <laughs> out of my face! <laughs> cool. Oh my Excellent. God. Excellent. Right. Um, Roger, how are you doing? Um, I think I might have missed something, but we'll worry about that later. Okay. Um, so I've got my uh, Jotun champion who mm -hmm. has 18 strength, yep. 10 dex, 16 constitution, 10 intelligence, 10 wisdom, and 14 charisma. Nice. Uh, it gives him 25 hit points. Cool. Wow. Uh, speed of 30, and I think that's probably about it. I haven't quite figured out the rest yet. That's okay. That's okay. And you're worshipping Thedoros. Yeah, Thedoros. Cool. Who normally hangs out on the Sky Islands of Yanath, which is a couple of levels up. But traders and people from that area come down on skyships. Because <clears throat> you can literally fly down from one layer of the world mountain to another. So, you know, you've maybe come down from that area recently. There's a lot of Jotuns up there. Um, on a sky ship down to Park Ranin, and you found yourself interested in these Rimwood Wilds. 
Um, cool. Okay. Um, I'm expecting lots of smitey stuff from you then, Roger, in the future. So uh, that that'll be cool. And um, anything else there, Roger? You got you bought any equipment? Got any armor or anything yet? Uh, I haven't even got close to figuring that out. <laughs> okay. No worries. I've just purchased a dueling cape. If that that covers everything. It's <laughs> <laughs> been. Oh, you need a dueling cape and a pack of cards. Yep, I'm done. Oh, pack of cards. Is that in there? No, that's not fair. I think uh, an extravagant hat is also essential. Well, I do have... Wash-topped boots. I do have clothing fine. Oh, yeah. There you go. There you go. You're you're good. That covers all that. Absolutely. Biggest feather. Oh, there are marked playing cards. Now, let me read about these. (laughs) There's a Kenku out there that really wants its feather back, but it looks much better in your hat. Yeah. Okay, Ben. All right, here we go. Oh, boy. So, as discussed... Strap in, everyone. (laughs) It's about to get weird. So, an energy-scarred summoner with a genie background raised by spirits of the earth. So, the languages I have are Dwarven, Terran, and Common. Okay. Um. Strength 12, Dex 10, Con 14, Int 12, Wisdom 10, Charisma 18. Because I am just fascinating and resonant. Makes really nice noises. Great. Um, So then what we got? We flick you a lot. Please don't. I've I've kind of built something of an earthbender, funnily enough with all of these earth connections. So spell-wise, I've got a couple of things that will boost my Eidolon. I've got Boost Eidolon and Reinforce Eidolon. I have Healing Plaster, which means I can just like slap a bit of mud on and use it for healing purposes. Uh, Scatter Scree, which is basically Gravel Blast. Cool. And everybody's favourite Prestidigitation. Yeah. And my first level spells to choose from are Pummeling Rubble and Shockwave. Oh, It's going to be a nice stampy one, I think. Nice. Um, skills. Um, I'm very intimidating, as it turns out. Like you're plus seven intimidating. in intimidation. Wow. Yeah. Well, you do. You, I mean, you're you're rock-like. You're scarred by metal acid. crystal. So you got cracks. Have you got cracks through the crystal then, from the sonic attack that? injured you i will, I will you give it a bit more thought as to how yeah. that, that forms yeah yeah and builds but i think instead of hair it's definitely like a crystal structure coming out of the back of the head kind oh, of thing that's the slightly bad, metallic huge skin and my hair that's quite a 15 foot cone yeah that allows you to to do 2d4 bludgeoning damage to everyone in the cone yeah eat that's gravel good. two actions um Bit of athletics, bit of performance, bit of crafting, bit of diplomacy. Those are all at four. Survival and nature at three. Society, one. You're a literal mineral. Yes. (laughs) Healing clay. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Simple weapons, unarmed, unarmored proficiencies. So that's going to be really easy. Uh, Feet. Obviously, I've got my Oread feet. Mm-hmm. Um, then I've taken for my Eidolon the expanded senses feet, 
which means it also gets um, low light vision and tremor sense. Okay, cool. Because I felt that was deeply appropriate. Yep, yep, very handy. Very cool. Oh, hang on, I might get another one then because that's the evolution feat that I already get. Oh, I might have another feat to go then. Oh, well, I'll, I'll have a look at that in a sec. You've got another feat to go. What's that one? Well, um, the evolution feat that I get, I'm not sure if it's the same as the summoner feat. I think your ancestry feat went down into your bonus feats, didn't it? It did, yeah, but I might get a summoner feat still. Okay, yeah, a class one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you... So I should if it says empty slot, have... you should... Does it say in the in the list? What does it say uh, ancestry and background initial proficiencies? Eidolon, evolution feat, link spells, spell repertoire, summoner spell casting. Now I get the evolution feat instead of my. Uh, okay, well there you go. That is basically so the Eidolon summoner, gets yeah. the upgrade instead of me, but <laughs> okay. I do get to summon this sort of rock and energy Eidolon creature out of the ground that looks at the minute kind of like a snaky dragon. Cool. Very cool. Okay. Right, excellent. So we've got an interesting party of characters there, I think. Um, Millie, would you be able to put the hex screen back up just for us, for our viewers? All the thing in the Sorry. Way. It's okay. Sorry. There we go. Excellent. Cool. Okay, so I've re-highlighted um, the three areas that... <clears throat> um, your what's his name sorry let me get the thing out <clears throat> doric emberblade who is the um the leader of this ex expedition <clears throat> staying at the tower excuse me uh and there are three things that doric is interested in so we can have a, a target for our first adventure session next week do we have a particular one that we think people would be more interested in going towards? Go hard or go home. Ruin. It's furthest away. I think we should clear out that village. It's controlling that coastline and you don't want that blocking your exit route. Uh, I'm inclined to, to choose the village because there are people in the village. People oh, I didn't know there were people. Oh, I don't. It's, it's well, you're not sure. It's no, it's like a ruined village. It's like a buried village. Oh, is it? Oh. Yeah, but yeah. But it's nearby, we, so they can see more what it is. If we can clear that, then we could turn that into like coastal port, and then I think we'd get you some more gambling going on. It would control the river as well. What the champion said. I look up really high. Marquisa Renard, what are your thoughts? Well, uh, uh, I think we should, uh, yes, uh, look at the village. It is closer to where we are right now. Less traveling for the time being. That's the best I've got as a French accent, so I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Kitsune accent. You, yes. you heard mine, right? It's a natural Kitsune. <laughs> it looks like the village it is. Cool. Okay, well, that was that is going to take you two exploration activities to reach. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so that will take you two days to fully 
get there. And uh, because the the site you're in is a tower, this counts as a landmark. This is a feature I'm adding to the game. If you are within the vision radius of a landmark, you get a bonus to a nav your navigation rolls to move between hexes. Less likely you, to get lost. You're less likely to get lost because you can see something as a point of reference. Mm -hmm. So as you go along, we'll find landmarks and then you'll be able to think, oh, I've got safer travel near the landmarks. Also, if you leave a landmark site, you don't need to make a navigation role to leave a landmark site or to enter a landmark site because <clears throat> it's clear where you are. Yep. So for this one, you won't need to make a, a navigation role, but it will take two days for you to, uh, unless you want to push yourselves, uh, but you will be uh, fatigued. You could do it in one day if you wanted to, but otherwise it will be two days to get to the village. No, I don't want to push myself. Uh, I La don't think... LaRue would definitely not want to push herself. That's my deal. No. I think it's best to turn up prepared and ready rather than rush in. Okay, great. Do so... want to be tired. What we'll do then is on our next session of roads and ruins we will see what's going on in the village and that will be our first session okay dun, 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 cool. Dun. <laughs> cool okay well i think we'll leave it there then because it's nearly half past 11 in yeah. the uk and there's been right. a good session getting the characters i think we've got most of the characters sorted there's a few who sends to tie up, but that's always the way. With to be done. There's a bit of shopping to be done. Yes, there is. Uh, and we have a target for our next session. Um, and what we'll do is we'll, we'll see what happens in that in that uh, tile, and then if that's complete, then we'll we'll figure out where we're going to move to next. <clears throat> okay, excellent. Right. Well, thank you, everyone, uh, players, for joining in and figuring those characters out. We've got some really interesting characters there. I think it's going to be a good party. We've got a nice mix. We've got quite a bit of combat-capable characters, which is good, but we've got some sneaky and some magic-y stuff going on as well, which is cool, and some interesting ones with, with some interesting abilities. I like the sound of some of the, the swashbuckler stuff. That sounds quite cool, and, <laughs> and, a, and a crazy sniper elf as well. So... That'll be good. It's very much not a traditional party, is it? Yeah, I think so. we don't have a fighter. We don't have a rogue. <clears throat> we don't have a wizard. We don't have a cleric. No. no. Excellent. No, but you've got a champion and a gunslinger. Oh yeah, we've got we've so, got all the bases so, covered. Yeah. Just not in the classical sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. Excellent. And thank you, viewers, for um, staying with us uh, through our character creation episode. If you're watching back on YouTube, thank you. Please don't forget to go and check out all our social media. There's links below in the about if you're watching on Twitch and in the video description if you're watching back on YouTube. If you are watching on YouTube, please come and join us live on Twitch. This show will be on Tuesday nights <clears throat> pretty much for the rest of the year. Um, and if you are watching on Twitch, don't forget to go and check the video out on YouTube later. Give it a like, maybe a little comment about your favorite character or something interesting. Cool. Okay. Right. 
what else have we got going on in the week, Millie? Oh, I know because we did the thing yesterday. Hang on, let me find the it. twig, didn't we? we did there was twig. A whole thing. Let me find the Patreon post. I'm just going to read it off the Patreon because that's easy. That's cool. So... <laughs> Thank you for the interlude music, out, dude. Just trying to fill space. It's awesome. That's great. Um, so uh, where are we? We're Tuesday. We're doing some Rhodes and Ruin Pathfinder te- Second Edition character creation. Um, t- <clears throat> tomorrow, at twenty hundred GMT because it's no longer BST. It's GMT. Um, more once upon a time in the old west. What a world! I always do that. <laughs> Um, what's happening? What are you doing next week? I heard there was something to do with beards. Beards? Yeah. Um, I think we're likely to be going into the sewers to definitely not get betrayed in any way, shape or form by anyone. <laughs> Ilmarin is most displeased he's going to once again end up in a sewer. I swear we only in do Middenheim, it. In Middenheim isn't it? Yeah. Take the elf into the shittiest part of the city. It was the Every dwarf's plan. Time. Nice. Awesome. Good plan. Um, and then uh, on Thursday, we're going back into space. Yes. Yeah, space. 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 We're going to do um, episode three, which is called The Assessor's Gambit of Star Trek Endurance. Uh, we're going back to Narendra Station. Oh, Alden, you get to go to a science fair. There's going to be science. Science. Science fair. And we already know that Pendex. The last time there was science, I licked a monolith. Yeah, Pendex's going to sell science to the Klingons. It's going to be a diplomatic incident. We're all going to get back on the ship and leave. Something like that. Just, I don't know. Just the one. Just, oh, okay. Just the one. A quiet yeah. day. Um, and then after after Star Trek Endurance, there is um, Visid Delta Green Session 6. Um, oh, at yeah. 2100 CST um, where something's going to explode somebody else is going to die and everybody's going to go insane I've been catching up, I'm just finishing um, episode 2 of that mm-hmm. It's re- and that's really good, it's very interesting and they've just made such a mess of it already, I can't imagine what it's going to be like by episode 6 yeah. um, <laughs> Terrifying um, and then on Friday going to play some Star Wars Wow! Oh, yeah, that was twenty one hundred wow. GMT. Um, um, we're going to break from the traditional garblag Star Wars of West End gaming and go with the FFG system. It's great fun. It's going to be great. Yeah. I was telling us, it's just just every book. Go! We're going to try them all in A massive one mashup. <clears throat> Unfortunately, I can't join on Fridays, but my character will be there in spirit. He's a gonk droid. <laughs> retrofitted to have extra capabilities Excellent. got kicked out because he couldn't perform the basic functions of a gonk droid but his name is bonk <laughs> bonk the gonk okay, yep. good bonk glad we put a lot of work into that yeah yeah that was good all the other characters are like super powerful hench killers and i thought just <laughs> i'm gonna be a droid a jedi a mandalorian i would not dream of killing it would be wrong and um, Jedi Mandalorian. It's morally inadvisable. Ex-clone veteran. Ex-clone trooper. Yeah. That was it. That's it. Yeah. Totally, completely unaffiliated with um, Book of Fett. But, you know. Yeah. Totally. Definitely not that. We're not, not cashing in on the current trend. Anyway. No. <laughs> no. Imagine no. that. Nope. Dream of it. No. Uh, but, yeah, that's, that's everything that's happening on the um, awesome. channel this week. Cool. Thanks, Millie. 
uh, and to find out more stuff and see some of the behind the scenes things, talk to people about what's going on, join us on our Discord. We've got over 550 members in our community now. We're about to turn it from a private page into a community. So we have extra tools and cool stuff going on. Uh, and also don't forget to check out our Patreon. Uh, we're doing more stuff for patron only content. Today just released uh, a, uh, uh, many editions of D&D episode one, which our patrons have been able to see for the last two weeks and we've now released to the public. But we, in the new year, we're doing some new stuff for patrons and there will be some patron only shows coming uh, in the future, which is cool. We're gonna do some longer form stuff for patrons, which would be great fun. Um, am I forgetting anything? Am I forgetting anything? Probably, but I, it's, it's yeah. There's so much stuff, but anyway, it's late. Oh, thank you very much. On the red bubble. Oh, oh merch, on the merch, yeah. Yeah. merch. Look at the merch. merch. Yes. <laughs> um, cool. And I've got 300 copies of Dodeca sitting in my garage. If anyone wants one, uh, I, I already have hit, one. Hit me up with the DM, the DM on the Discord. <laughs> cool. What would I do okay. with another one? Oh, Roger's just grabbing one. That there you sets. go. <gasps> there you go. Get a pair. I could have cool. one to play and the other one just to keep in pure mint condition. Absolutely. Little sealed plastic wallet. Yeah. Still yeah. in the blue padded envelope, I see. With, with the very colourful stamps. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, thank you very much for watching. Thank you to my players. And uh, we've been Garblack Games. We'll see you tomorrow for Woofrup. And uh, stay safe and happy gaming. Bye-bye.